Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, my baby boomer buddies, and may I just say ho, ho, ho. We are in the midst of the holiday season and we all remember what it was like when we were kids, and now it's different. And we're, it, we cause a lot of uh, a lot of pain amongst ourselves. But before I get into that, let me just say, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy well, Hanukkah's gone. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and let me introduce my partners on this show. First of all, from the uh, great state of Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, the Biden administration is blaming the shortages on stricter immigration policy in the North Pole. Gotcha. Okay, uh, it took I, a second. I took a second, but... Yeah, that's about... No, that's... That, the second is about all I took to write that joke, too. I <laughs> forgot I didn't have one when you announced me. It's more than I did. That's good. <laughs> Well, you can do that in a second, Tim. This is why you're my partner. I love that. I love a man who's that quick on his feet. Or laying down. Doesn't make any no, difference. Those are the no, words of Carolyn no. Strauss from Denver, Colorado, <laughs> the third leg of our stool. No, quick on your feet is good. Quick other places, not so good. Quick, so, vertical, uh, long, horizontal. There you go. That, that's going to be my motto for 2022. It that used to mean the, you'd have to take your TV into the repair shop. <laughs> I not understand. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Pretend you're too young to remember television repair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is why people don't let their kids listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smoke. The holidays are coming so fast. I do not know what's happening to time this month. Like, it was just Thanksgiving in my mind yesterday. That's because, you know, I still have the six pounds I put on from Thanksgiving. It was just Thanksgiving, and we're like, what? This is crazy. You need, first of all, you need to get yourself a new calendar, because the one you have is bogus. Thanksgiving was like two weeks ago, so. Yeah. That's quite I, all right. I, Anyhow. You guys know I have a concept, a problem with time. I mean, I'm still at least 49 years old. The fact that I can actually be on this show is amazing. <laughs> As you folks can tell, we're stressed out. We're burnt out. We don't know which end is up because it's the middle of the bloody holiday season and between shopping and, and, and figuring out the dinner preparations and decorating and putting people up in your house, it is, uh, it is getting uh, to the point where we are just, uh, we're burnt out. So what did we do? We went out and got an expert on burning out. We got a guy named Jerome Wade, who is an international speaker and advisor, and his program is running on empty. How, how can you continue when you're all burnt out? And so, Jerome, uh, welcome to Another Day Above Ground. Awesome. Dale, Carolyn, Tim, I'm excited to be with you guys today. We're going to have a great conversation because this is the season of overwhelm. We just went through Thanksgiving, which was amazing. We've got the holidays, buying gifts, end-of-year strategies for business and family travel and all of that. Then we've got Christmas coming. We've got other holiday celebrations happening and parties. Then we've got the new year. So we're ending a year, starting a new year, and it's easy for us to find ourselves what I call living on empty. And today we're going to focus on some 
some key strategies that will help change the game for the audience that's listening today to help them really create the energy and the focus that they're looking for so they can get the most out of the closing of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. The audience that's listening today, empty is a great description of them. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, first of all, the, the, the title of your, your program, Running on Empty Around the Holidays, that is my biggest fear because the only way I can get through the holidays is to drink. And so if I find out that I'm empty, then I got a large problem. Well, that, and, then, and from that perspective, that one's easy to fill, right? We're just going to drink a little bit more. Oh, okay. So, so what, uh, what does that mean, running on empty? You're, just, you're at the end of your rope and you need to figure out how to climb back up? Well, we can use a lot of different words for it. We could we could talk about burnout. We can talk about overwhelm. We can talk about uh, another passion point for me is is leading on empty, selling on empty when we're in our corporate environments. But what happens is it really becomes more than just I'm tired because I worked hard today or because I played hard today. What we're really talking about is a chronic development of the depletion of our core energy sources. And we're in our human psyche. We're, we're really created with five different dimensions. We've got the emotional side, the mental side, the physical side, the relational dynamics, and of course, the spiritual side of our life. And as we continue to pursue living our best life, it's easy for us to ignore the indicators that we're mentally fatiguing or we're physically fatiguing or we're relationally fatiguing. And so what, what I'm talking about is how do we address those five core energy sources of our life so that we're full and we're fueled so that we can live our best life, not just once, but every single day. There's got to be an app on an iPhone, right? That like <laughs> when my battery on my phone is low, it goes down and tells me I'm at like three to 5% or something. Is there one for our emotions when we're running on empty, yeah. Jerome? Well, what we have to really look at, because sometimes there's nuanced behavior that really starts the trigger. It starts the early warning signs, right? It's, we have to look at the smaller evidence of emotional fatigue, right? Um, emotional burnout. Because it, it rarely do we just show up one day and it's just the stuff is hitting the fan, right? It's happened progressively, incrementally, day after day. And before we know it, we can't, we don't understand what's happened because in many ways, because of the emotional fatigue or overwhelm or the mental fatigue and overwhelm, we, we're starting to gradually make bad decisions or we're starting to realize decreased performance and we have to see the nuanced stuff. So that can be just even the tone of our voice. And it's not just because we woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. It's because something has been depleting that energy source that becomes that inner irritant, right? So now we have to look at other things. Then it's the tone of our voice. Maybe it's the mannerisms for the day. Maybe it's how we've prepared for the day. Um, but it's the small things that really add up to the big things that we're talking about today. So my, the Sorry, fact that I didn't have a joke to open the show with, that's... Uh... <laughs> that's that, that's the yellow Tim. light on there the dashboard go. saying that right. I need to get gas. Yeah. Well, I've actually created a survey. The, the audience, you might want to, those of you listening right now, go to jeromeway.com slash yes. And I've created a simple survey for you to just personally understand where you're at. And what I've 
created it in three forms. There's the red light, which if you're fatigued today, if you're in overwhelm, you're, you're living or running on empty, the, you'll get an indication. And one of those, I won't name names, but one of the hosts today took the survey just a little bit ago and found themselves in the red zone. No surprise probably to them. Way but, up in the red zone. Not at the bottom. The I'm way <laughs> up in the red you're zone. way up in the red zone. But we're not naming names, Dale. We're not, no. not naming names. red light zone, is that the same thing? Well, I'm not for sure how to answer that one, but it could be. But so those of you that are are listening, if you take that survey, JeromeWay.com slash yes, you'll find out if you're in the red zone, which I call is the danger zone. That's when we're running on empty, leading on empty, living on empty, and we're putting at risk the things that matter most to us. Then there's the yellow zone, and that's kind of those of you that are going to fall in there. There'll be a percentage of you fall in the yellow zone, and that's the land in between. You're, You're not in the red zone and the danger zone, but you're not in the green zone, which is the go zone. And ultimately, there's going to be some of you that are going to land in the go zone, the green zone. So the all the indicators are going to be green for you, which is a great place to be. And the strategy for you is to figure out how do you sustain that and maintain life, leadership, uh, family life, love in the green zone because it can be achieved. So that's at JeromeWade.com slash yes. And you can find those results right now. This survey will show you where you're at immediately. So I wasn't I here to take the, the survey zone. before the show. I was I was doing something else and forgot about it. So that's there. There must be a zone beyond red, huh? <laughs> well, the ozone sirens are going off. <laughs> the twilight zone. I'm not for sure where you were, Tim. Yeah. But... <laughs> I could have been in the green zone had I picked different answers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you so said I'm early. Not... Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Well, there's three mistakes that I think that are very common, especially this time of the year, uh, that lead to life on empty, family life, romance on empty. I mean, there's so many ways that we could apply this. The first one is this. We start asking the wrong questions. And this is a key challenge. It doesn't matter if you're in business or just your own personal life. We start asking the wrong questions. We're, like, we're not... who are you when you wake up in the morning and somebody's there and you go, who are you? That That is usually the wrong question. <laughs> or yes. where am I? If you wake That's up in right. the morning and you where ask, am where am I? I that question. could it's, be... Uh, that actually might be the right question. Here's a little hint, uh, 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 Carolyn. You open his wallet and look at the driver's license. After I've taken all the money out of it. Yeah, well, duh. Well, duh. <laughs> Here's the second mistake so many are asking. They're losing sight of what matters. And I tell you, in our commercialized uh, drive for the holidays, I think one of the faults and failures societally is that we do make this so commercial and we lose sight of really what the holidays should be. And that is really connecting meaningfully with our friends, with our family, whether it's gift exchanges or parties or whatever that looks like. Those, those are all secondary, but we start losing sight of what matters and that's a big mistake. So we start looking at maybe things we can achieve at the end of the year or things that we can acquire at the end of the year instead of who we can share that with. But here's the bigger one. And this is the biggest mistake that I see so many people making is that they're ignoring the truth. And Carolyn, you said, wouldn't it be great if there was some gauge, right? If we knew if, right, like the little survey I asked you guys to take the red light, yellow light, or green light. Well, there are inner gauges that are taking place, our, our mental fatigue, our physical fatigue that's taking place. And so those are things that we have to just be willing to uh, identify, willing to be honest. They're saying, listen, I, something's happening because this isn't just because I, I worked out today or I, I've had a tough day at work. It's because it's this lingering chronic development that's happening over time. So ignoring the truth. It, um 
you know, that sounds kind of like the slogan for the Proud Boys. But, um, you know, <laughs> ignoring the truth, I don't quite understand what, what that is. Well, it's, it's like the person that says, listen, I can keep driving. Right. I can keep physically overwhelming myself through the holiday seasons. You know, lots of moms do this out of necessity. A lot of businessmen are doing this out of necessity. They're trying to finish the year strong or stronger, but they're ignoring the truth. It's like, you know, if we keep pushing, if we keep pressing, it could be catastrophic. The effects could be destructive or disruptive. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you recognize that? How do you yeah, recognize do you, the fact you recognize that you're ignoring the truth? Then, I mean, right. How mm-hmm. do you recognize it and then how do you fix it? Well, so recognizing it is just having the willingness to be honest with yourself, right? If we, if, if why we get in trouble is because we're not willing to be honest. Why we want to push past maybe physical abilities. We, maybe we want to ignore some limitations that we're dealing with. But then the second part of this is there's three questions. So I said that there's three mistakes that so many people are making. But then there's three questions that I want to leave with the audience today. This is how you fix it. You're living on empty. You're running on empty. You're married on empty. Uh, you've got so much happening in your world, but you find yourself depleted. And I can tell you this is a greater pandemic than COVID could ever dream of being. But there's three questions that I want you to consider today, and this is really the solution. So the question itself leads to the answer. So the question is the solution. And the first, the first question we have to look at is what are we chasing? You know, as we come into the holidays and we've got all of this going on and all of the festivities and everything else that's happening, all the demands we place on ourselves and our families, we really have to answer the question, what is it that we're really trying to accomplish here? What are we really chasing here? I know what Carolyn's chasing. What's she chasing, Tim? <laughs> I dare you, Tim. <laughs> Young, wealthy men. Perfect. That's a good target to have, Carolyn. They don't have I'm to be being chased, actually. It, they're nice. invisible, but there's a pack of them, and they're after me. So. <laughs> so paranoia is the first thing to notice, right? What's the second thing? Really? Yes. Well, so if we're, we're answering the question, what are we chasing? We have to look at what are our priorities What's the real priority here? And I, there are families and individuals who choose to change the definition of the holidays. And whether they're religious people or not, it's, it has nothing to do with that. They're just wanting to get the highest impact out of the, this season that they possibly can. And for most people, we have to redefine the purpose of these family gatherings, right? It's not just to go and indulge ourselves in you know, fun. That's not a bad thing. But what are we really trying to accomplish? And so we have to look at our priorities. Priorities, we have to look at what our definition of success. Are we really chasing what is truly uh, our heart's desire, which will give us energy? Because what's happening when we chase the wrong, wrong things, uh, they are fatigue inducers. But what we really need is we need fatigue infusers. I'm not, excuse me, energy infusers versus fatigue inducers. And so chasing the wrong things, fatigue, overwhelm, burnout. Chasing the right things, that's when we establish the right priorities. Uh, that begins to energy infuse us. I want to address something because I've been hearing it on every TV show, on every commercial, every talk show, and I just heard it from Jerome. Everybody's like, okay, so you're spending your time with your family. I want to address those of us who don't have a family, you know, who either aren't married for any number of reasons, aren't married, aren't married anymore. 
people who don't have children or aren't in contact with their children, whose parents aren't available. So I just want to say something to the people who, you know, who maybe aren't spending Thanksgiving or Christmas with their family. Mm-hmm. Go build one. Yeah, there you and go. that's what I want to say. Like for me, my friends, I had Thanksgiving with my friends. I'm spending Christmas with my friends. You know, I've got a group of friends that I reach out to and go, okay, let's do something together. So I just want to address that because this time of year, actually the burnout and the stress for a lot of us comes from everybody going, oh, you and your family. Well, you know, while you're cooking dinner, really? For those of you guys who know me, I don't cook. I can make food happen, but I can't make food. Who wants to make food when you can go to a store and buy it, right? So, and and if I have the money to buy it, you know, and there are people who are out there who are listening, you may not have the money to go buy a big, you know, turkey or ham or, you know, Brussels sprout casserole, which would be my choice. So the fact is that I think one of the things that's important is to, to find the people around you who do bring you energy. Is that, yeah. I mean, that's what you were just saying, Jerome. Well, that's, so that's what you're choosing is an intentional pursuit, right? And, and, and I appreciate what you're saying there, Carolyn, is those that aren't, you know, married or have extended families, you, you do have family. They're just in the form of friends that are, that you love and that you want to share with. And that's exactly the point. You're looking for opportunities to find those energy infusers and to reduce the fatigue inducers. You know, the there's so many fatigue inducers, especially now with the commercialization. Every day we find out what we don't have and what we need by commercials and ads and everything else that's bombarding us. But that's where you choose to live intentionally pursuing those things that matter the most to you. And that's really redefining success. So that's the first question that we have to answer is what are we chasing? The second one is this, and this is a big one. What's chasing you? Right. And this can be the story. This can be the well, uh, Dale just told us he had things chasing us. People, although invisible, were chasing him. Well, yeah, but they were really coming at me. You know, you don't you don't want to give those those things a chance to catch up. I've seen TV. Exactly. Well, so when you identify what's chasing you, that's where we get some big traction. Because for most of us, the real fatigue, the real overwhelm, the real burnout is really not caused by the superficial realities of life or the demands of business or family life. It's really what's happening. It's our inner game. It's it's the thing or the story or the experience, the trauma and dramas of life, the disappointments, the heartaches, the heartbreaks of life that we have to look at. For some, it could be a marriage that failed, or it could be the loss of something very special to them, or it could have been some injustice or betrayal of somebody that they loved or trusted. But we have to identify what's chasing us, just like we have to look at, you know, what are we chasing? We have to identify what's chasing us, because many times what's chasing us is the thing that is causing us to make very poor decisions or to make decisions that actually induce or, uh, yeah, create more fatigue then they energize us so I that learned, one really could be a big conversation i learned when i was a teenager that it's no fun to be chased yeah <laughs> and was carolyn you know if you spe- things? What? yeah i was gonna say if you spell it differently c-h-a-s-t-e carolyn's never been so you know there you go i'm never chased in any of the good ways it is just wrong what is happening 
So, okay, find out what's chasing us, what who we're chasing, and what's number three. The third one is the is the one that really gives us the biggest amount of energy. The, the second one, the last one I just asked was what's chasing us. That's the fatigue inducer of all time. But here's this is the energy infuser, and that's when we truly define and answer what's the life we want? What's the life we want to live? What's the life we want to create? And too many people are living just day-to-day. It's like, you know, from paycheck to paycheck. They're not living intentionally. They have good intentions, but they're not living intentionally. And so what we have to look at is get very specific. And this is where so many people struggle because they don't understand how specific you have to become. Right? If we just say generally, I want to have fun, I want to be healthy, and let's just say I want to make a lot of money. Well, that's good, but what specifically do you or how specifically do you define fun or how do you specifically define health? So if we get specific about it, for me, this year I've lost 50 pounds of fat off my body. I've gained 10 pounds of muscle. I had very specific goals. I've already set very specific goals for 2022 in my physical health, uh, fitness, you know, agility, strength goals that I've set, but they're very specific. And when you leave your goals or your planning, and you know, as we bring this year to an end, you've got to start thinking about the new year, but be explicitly specific with what it is that you want out of your life, right? You've got good intentions. You're just not living intentionally. Yeah, Dale. Well, but our audience is baby boomers. Sure. They're they're on the way out. You know, you ask them what kind of life do you want? You know, I I want a nice, comfortable, easy chair, slippers and pudding. You know, that's what I'm looking for. So uh, what relevance does what you're saying have to people on the other side of the hill? Well, Dale, I think it, I think it has far greater relevance than even for me. I mean, I'm not quite there yet, but I am in my mid fifties. Um, but I, I think it has greater relevance the older we get, because the older we get, the closer to the finish line we become, and that's where we have to really make sure that we are living our life by design with intention, with a very specific outcome that we're looking for. Uh, Maybe it's the interest isn't to build business anymore, or maybe the interest isn't to do some certain activities, but it's still to get the most out of life. And for, for anybody, regardless of their age, this should be our primary pursuit. How do I live my life today to its fullest? And if I'm not specific, I will never achieve it. And that's that's the thing here. It's not only what do we want to create, it's what specifically do I want, whether that's health, relationships, activities, um, new opportunities that we want to pursue. Absolutely. A you Picasso. Know, a, yeah. boat, a sailboat. You right. Know. Yeah, a house so in Marblehead. You're yeah, right. A, a right. 3,000. Squ- but see, we want to get specific, not just a house in Marblehead. What specifically? We want a house on the coast, 3,000 square feet with five acres or whatever it is. And a and sailboat the, dock. You're speaking my language right there, Carolyn. You're speaking my language. So that's what I'm saying is you want to be specific instead of general. So the mistake is not being specific enough. You, do you really don't know what you want. Yeah. Do you mean do you mean a place to park a sailboat or a doctor with a sailboat, Carolyn? Oh, anybody with a sailboat. <laughs> D, all the above. All the above. Hey. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Anyhow. <laughs> you know what's funny, Joe? I'm listening to you. I feel like I'm watching The Secret again. Do you remember the movie The Secret from sure. 10 years ago? I mean, yeah. look, you and I, you and I have been friends for a long time. You know that I do a vision board every year. Yeah. You guys have given me, you know, joked with me about my vision board for years and years. But when I look at my vision board, pretty much everything on it 
that I had for 2021. And by the way, doing my vision board for 2021 was one of the most challenging things because doing it in December of 2020, when I didn't know if I'd ever leave my house again, if we'd mm -hmm. ever be able to get on a plane and go play again. It's right. amazing. Like almost everything on there has actually happened this year. Well, it was well, easy. And it's happened because you manifested it, Carolyn, because you were specific with what you want. And that's why that question is so important. What do you want? And, and really take it to the next level. What specifically do you want? And so that way, and then, then also let me just add the caveat here is keep them focused, right? Don't have 90 different things that you're going to try to accomplish this year. Have one, two, and no more than three big pursuits that you're going to pursue in this new year and keep those in focus. And when you get specific, you nail it down and you narrow that so that it's not this broad idea. It's a very specific idea or a specific outcome or a specific experience. Then you put all of your energy, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and relational energy in the direction of that dream. And just amazingly, the way this world has been wired the universe just seems to hand deliver things that way. You know what you, you're saying uh, too. I've, I've heard you know numerous motivational, well, all of them, I guess, motivational speakers <laughs> say, "Live every day like it's your last, and one day you'll be right." <laughs> Which I always thought was a stupid ass thing to say because I tell you, if I knew today was my last day, I wouldn't be on the call right now. I'd be maxing out my credit cards, buying lap dances. It's my last day. Drinks are on me. Well, oh, I think well. live every day like you want it to be your best day. Um, oh, there yeah, you go. There could be a fallacy to live every day like it's your last day, because you're right, Dale. I'd probably go buy a Maserati or a Lamborghini and just go, you know, have some fun for a day or whatever. But I'd I rob a bank first to get the money. Exactly. You don't need to. You got credit. It's your last day. You got credit cards. Who needs to rob go a take, bank? Yeah, take it for a test drive. Just don't bring it back. Right? So, there you go. Yeah. There you I mean, go. There's, there's ways around that, but I think I'll live every day. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the resale is going to be of a Maserati. I don't know what the resale is going to be of a Maserati with a dead guy in the driver's seat. But you know, <laughs> what the heck. <laughs> So one tip for our uh, for our listeners, uh, Jerome, of of how can how you know how we can live on empty when we're when we're going towards the end. What's the most important thing to do? You know, we by this time, you know, we kind of know what we're chasing. We kind of know who's chasing us. What what do we do to get mm -hmm. to get rid of the stress and the burnout from this season? Well, you start aligning yourself with what you're chasing. You are going to pursue the life that you're trying to create because that's really what we, that's where our energy is going to come because when we are aligned and that's the big part of this, that next step is alignment. So we have to align okay. with that. And then the, the second part of that, once we align ourselves with that, that means we're aligning our expectations. We're aligning our mindset. We're aligning the intentions with, you know, uh, what we're chasing and the life we're creating. So we're in alignment with it, but we also have to agree with it because there is in our heart, we have to believe that this is something we can accomplish and maybe even believe something we deserve, but it is definitely something we can achieve. 
right? So we align ourselves, we agree with it. But then the third thing here, Dale, is you have to take action consistent with what you're chasing and the life you want to create. If you're not taking action that's in alignment and in agreement, uh, you're just going to continue that path of fatigue and wear out and burn out. And then before long, you find yourself blowing up. And uh, those are the key strategies there, alignment, agreement, and action in those things that you're chasing and the life that you're trying to create. Well, you know, it sounds to me like there's a lot more to learn on this subject. And if our listeners wanted to find out more, where would they, uh, where would they get more information about that and about you? Awesome. Adele, thanks. Well, JeromeWay.com is my website. You can find out everything you need to about me. I do have a book that's published on Amazon that you can get before the holidays. It's called Unleashed. Just uh, search in your Amazon uh, search engine there. Just Unleashed by Jerome Wade. And the purpose of that book was really to help people dominate their barriers, to break through those limitations, and to create an extraordinary life. And it's, you know, life is really an art more than it is a science. It's not linear. We can't do one plus one equals two in life. It doesn't work that way for every person. But we can find some key strategies. And the principles that I share in that book are strategies that I know will benefit you. They benefit thousands and thousands of people that have read it and also clients and organizations that I've worked with. So go to Amazon, search Unleashed by Jerome Wade, or you can go to my website, which it has it there too, jeromewade.com. And make sure you look for Unleashed the Book. But because there there is a movie out there which is kind of racy called Unleashed that you know I've heard about it never really watched it to, to the end but um, <laughs> the end. Sure you, you get the book by Jerome. <laughs> well, Jerome, it's been a pleasure having you on the show this week. We really appreciate it. We hope to have you back so we can learn more about this uh, living on empty concept because I'm I'm intrigued about it right now. So thank you very much for helping us out. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you and yours. And I don't even know who the yours are, but I always say that. And uh, uh, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, you guys, what do you think? Any last words for our uh, for our people? Yeah, Carolyn? I gotta be less. I gotta be less shallow. I mean, a Picasso, a boat. I, I, you know, okay. My 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 intention for 2022 is to be deeper. Hmm. Now, there, again, there's so many ways we can take that. I love that Him. you know that about me, my friends. Well, you know, it was in the papers. Anyhow, Tim. <laughs> it was actually on the mugshot. <laughs> What, uh, what final words do you have for the folks? Well, uh, uh, check out my Drybar special, Team Mammal, on Drybar Comedy. And if you download the Drybar Plus app, you can actually watch all the Drybar Comedy for a month absolutely free just by using the, the, the passcode Tim Slegel, one word, no caps, and a month free of Drybar Comedy, and you can watch my special. You can't, you can't, you can't beat that. I wish I had a, a holiday gift to pass on to people. Oh wait, I do. You can go to uh, DaleIrvin.com, sign up for the Friday Funnies, and every Friday on your email, you will get both a written and a video link to the weirder stories in that week's news. That said, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this half hour with us. Please pass this on to all of your baby boomer friends, you know, after you teach them how to download a podcast. 
and uh, and uh, let's uh, let's spread the word out because uh, today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.